Precure Podcast Engage. Welcome to Precure Podcast Engage, the podcast where we try and watch the entire Pretty Cure franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Chifo. And I am Protector of the Light, Cure Cassidy. And today we are watching episode 39 of Chaiwa Max Art Burnout, the Young Lacrosse Finalist. Also known as Go All Out, the Youth Lacrosse Championship. I tried to say it faster because I watched the episode on 1.15 times speed. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and today we are joined by a very brand new guest. Please introduce yourself. <laughs> very yeah, brand a new. very brand new guest. <laughs> <laughs> That's my claim to fame, being new around these parts. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm Olivia Cottle. Um, I'm also here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's true. All right. Before we begin the episode, I have some questions for you. All right. The first question being, do you have... Any, like, prior experience of watching Pretty Cure before? Is this your first time? Absolutely not. Um, I've watched other Magical Girl shows, not, but I haven't watched any uh, Pretty Cure. Good answer. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, on a season one of a Sailor Moon watch through, though. Mm. Have you seen Sailor Moon before? Um, when I was too young to remember, so it's basically new again. Yeah. When I started listening to a Sailor Moon podcast, I had I had only actually watched Super S because I only remembered the uh, the Pegasus. Uh, so mm-hmm. I was I actually was able to watch all two hundred episodes because I was listening to the podcast. My second question, based on what you watched this episode, do you think you would continue to watch Pretty Cure? Yeah, I mean it. It definitely was uh, fun. I'm you know I I feel. Like, like I have no context for where this episode is in any, you know, broader, like, character points or anything like that. Um, or, like, you know, I was going in learning about these characters in this, you know, episode 39. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that seems like it's been well-established, and it would be interesting to me to see how that got established in the first place, or if it was just like that from from the jump. You could have had a weirder experience. You could I have could had have... your first episode of Precure be the mid-season finale of the second or the first season. <laughs> that de- yeah, that definitely seems like a bad starting point. Um <laughs> seemed to work okay for Tanner. <laughs> yeah, um, we had a guest on. <laughs> I'm also glad that um my jumping in point uh was this episode because um, I actually played lacrosse for a year. Oh, oh shit. Now, the year was fourth grade, so take that with the most <laughs> finely ground grain of salt. That is more than literally anyone who's ever been on this show can say. That's true. Damn, can't believe I'm your resident jock. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I was like, oh, fuck, right, <laughs> lacrosse is a sport. <laughs> Sure fucking is. This this show loves <laughs> this sport. I was going to say, if you like lacrosse, well, Futaiwa and Futaro and Max are the, the shows for you because there's a lot of lacrosse. Damn, I got I to gotta bump them up in my uh, watch list now. This is like the eighth episode of entirely about lacrosse, right? It's something like that. 
There's so many lacrosse episodes. I gotta, I gotta look at my watch list and see what I can bump down to push this up. Yes. Uh, hmm. The first season is on Crunchyroll, so it is easy to find. Is oh, it yeah. is it still in VCR quality, or did they finally update no, it? No, I thought... I think they finally updated it. Yeah, they finally updated it right after we finished watching it. Yes. Oh, I love it when that happens. <laughs> There's also a few other Pretty Cure seasons on there, if you want to check Mostly those out. Mostly new ones. Mostly mm-hmm. new ones. I don't think any of them have lacrosse in them. I don't think so either. <laughs> Tragic. Fell off, really. Yes. My third question, and I'm pretty sure it's my final question... If you had to pick a favorite putty cure between Cure White, Cure Black, or Shiny Luminous, who would you pick? Okay, so just so I'm for sure on the same page. Um, black is the lacrosse captain. Yes. Uh, and white is the blue-haired one. And the last one is the blonde girl who was also there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The, the Cure White is also the science club president. Yes. Okay, um, so I feel like this is, I don't know what the balance usually is, but this really felt like a Cure Black episode. More Almost than all of them else. are. Oh, okay, because I was going to say, like, just the weight given in the episode was almost entire, like, it feels like it's set up to make me favor her. Um, but that's, you know, it, it was like, you know, she was the one out there on the field doing stuff. It was like, you know. And I know it was a, a very short episode, but it felt like, um, you know, I, I, I like sports anime. You know, I, I really like Haikyuu and kind of like it was like a super like sports anime light thing of like, you know, the different yeah. like team ideologies. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I, I did really like uh, Cure Black as uh, a character in this episode. Well, don't worry, you're in good company. <laughs> Most of our listeners like Cure Black. <laughs> it is a thing where the show like uses nagisa as like the uh the point of view character for most things yeah i feel like hikari has gotten a bit because of who she is yeah which i it's she's there there's so much going on hikari is like not a real person well she's a real person but she's also one third of this giant cdi queen from the first season who died uh and now she's trying to get all pieces back together so she can become the giant CGI. So she can become again. her mom again. Yes. Oh, damn. And the two fairies hey. she has with her are technically her children. Sure. Yeah. All right. I. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cure is weird. Listen, it's but it's like, like I'm like I just need like a second to process it, and then I'm like okay yeah that makes sense. <laughs> you know I mean like. It would be a little weirder if you were coming at me with this just completely, like, out of nowhere. But also, the episode did have a giant, like, okay, <laughs> the, the the giant scoreboard monster just mm-hmm. out of nowhere, just completely, like, <laughs> um, it felt like the show just became a different show for, like, three minutes in the middle of the match and then picked up like nothing happened. There are a lot of episodes where I'm like, we didn't need to have the magical girl part of this. This just could have been a different show for a bit. I would have yeah. been fine with that. <laughs> yeah, like the, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, the 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 bad dude showed up and was like, oh, everyone else is gone now. Um, and they're like, oh, no. And then he's like, have a giant scoreboard monster. And they're like, oh, no. And then they kick it a lot. <laughs> 
They do care. Uh, I think the um the episode thirty six of season two, which is Max Hart, the one where it's a baby's day out, but with two of the fairies. Yes. That one didn't need to have a magical magical girl fight in it. It could have just been Baby's Day Out the whole time. No. Sometimes we do get episodes where it's like, oh, this has like this whole plot that's going on, but we don't see the bad guys that much. And then suddenly the show's like, oh yeah, we gotta have a we gotta have a fight. So they have to. We we are technically a tokusatsu show. We have to put a fight <laughs> in here. Yes. Yeah. Like. Uh. And I was really like vibing with the story that they were setting up with the the other captain. Um, mm-hmm. like learning to be sort of a better leader because she's getting, you know, beaten by Nagisa and her team. I hope she shows up again in the next eight episodes or whatever. Yeah. Like I, I was really into that storytelling and like genuinely, um, like I know I, I was like, okay, I'm coming on this podcast. I got to watch this episode. Um, the monsters showed up and for a moment I was like, wait, there's monsters in this show. Yes. <laughs> just having a fun lacrosse time (laughs) there are some pretty good monsters in this show oh i'll never forget when uh, geki drago in the first season just merged with a tree that's true he did do that i you know i still think about the giant vacuum cleaner monster that when it got defeated turned into a regular sized vacuum with a tiny footprint on it yes Okay, so they're they're all like this this sort of style of monster creation. Uh yes. at least for this two seasons. I don't know if that yeah. changes with the other future shows. It yeah. does. I mean it's like a similar premise where like something gets taken over, but like I'm suddenly forgetting every single footy curve ever watched. This is the only one I've ever watched. I couldn't help you. You're on your own. I'm sorry. It's, it's definitely sort of similar, like, the way the monsters are in each episode, but, like, definitely not, like, the same, like, in here. My, I mean, my entire Pretty Cure experience is that Pretty Cure is a fun lacrosse show um, that somebody accidentally left three minutes of a different show in the middle of. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we should start talking about the episode itself. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, speaking of lacrosse, we start the episode with them at practice. It's lacrosse time. Lacrosse time. Lena and Shiho are uh, worried about the championship uh, because the school of the fighting is the one they fought last year for the uh, the championship. And this time, they got, they got a new plan. They got a hot new plan. They changed their team colors and their pattern. That's one hell of a plan. Yeah. The captain is called, uh, the, oh god, she's called that school's supercomputer, like, and it shows, like, when she's talking to her team during their practice, she's like, you gotta be, like, at, like, like, off by, like, this much, or you gotta wait, like, an additional second. She's studying the frame data. Yeah, uh, like, absolute, absolute perfectionism like down to like you know you need to be this many meters ahead of where you were at that time yeah Nagsa is not that worried she uh, heads off to plan which means she's going to Akane's cafe to eat mm-hmm. is, th- is that a, a, a usual hangout spot yeah yes. yeah um so Akane's cafe the the taco cafe um is actually where Hikari which is a shiny luminous it's where she lives and also works. Yes. Oh, I see. Well, she doesn't live there. She lives with Akane. They actually have a house, but you never really see Akane not at the cafe. Yeah. There's like one or two scenes. 
that do confirm that she has a house. Yes. <laughs> we will, uh, Ak- Akane's cafe was really uh, only established in like this season. It was more of like a moving truck. Not a moving truck, but. It still moves. Yes. Like a, like yeah. a food truck. Yeah, it was more of a food truck. Well, it does still move, but like this time she's like set up chairs and stuff and like just like a place to sit and eat. Where she, yeah, she does have tables now. Yeah, last season she just had her truck. I guess I guess she's doing well. Mm-hmm. She also used to play lacrosse back when she was in school. So yeah. this is like really a lacrosse show. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's like their cool aunt is how I view her. Yeah. She's not oh, actually yeah. related to any of them, but you know how it is. Yeah, it's just like a cool older character. Mm-hmm. We get the opening. What did you think of the opening? Uh, I consider myself an opening connoisseur, and what that means is that I'll, I can always find something to like. Like, I most, I don't know if I have a really good hit rate for watching OPs, but I just like basically all of them that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was no exception. I thought it was really cool. I mean, I, you know, I've, I've only listened to it once, so I couldn't yeah. fucking tell you what I liked about it, but I do remember liking it. It's good. It's the same one as season one, only this uh, one has the addition of Max. Oh, it's Max oh that, that that's Max pretty Hard. funny. I, yeah. I did notice they were doing that in the little like. There's like, like some co- jingly bells that they added too. But. Yeah. <laughs> that's really funny, actually. And like, you know, I, I, I feel like if you like, OK, so like when did this show come out? Uh, uh this one. Five, 2006. Uh. Two, the first season was 2004. This would be 2005. Hmm. Gotcha. I, I feel like if, like, I feel like if a show went into its second season, like, today and had a, and, like, didn't have, like, a fundamentally different OP, it'd be, like, a major outlier. Yeah. I feel like a, a lot of shows have, like, two a season, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if it's a full-length season. I, I, I Honestly, I think it's kind of cool that they kept it but like updated it a bit for the new that that, that's a really cool thing yeah they do change it later on like the way they go about openings and endings like that it does change Mm -hmm. but uh we're not there yet those are like (laughs) the more newer seasons yeah 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 Yeah, no i I liked it this this season did change its ending it didn't change its ending halfway through though it changed its ending like 15 episodes before the end of the show. Yes. Huh. <laughs> Which is a weird choice. For seemingly no reason. But uh, we get, we cut back from the opening and we see the other girls uh, the, from the other team practicing. Uh, the captain's very precise in uh, her criticism of the practice. Like, they, they practice and then she's like, well, you did this song and you did this song. We need to run it again. We're going to repeat it until it's perfect. Which, oof, I felt a little like, well, I, I feel like you're you're going too hard. Because, like, one of them was already saying, like, she's feeling tired. Yeah. Um, I also, and this is something I noticed, and I, I don't know if this is, like, just me misreading it. But, you know, she was saying, like, all right, that was, you know, we're doing formation B. We're going to do it again till it's perfect. And then she goes, all right, formation A, go. And it's like. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I thought I thought we were working on the other one. They say this is the only way they can win against Verone. This is how we can still win. <laughs> and then we get to see the mansion boy. Yep. 
you have no context for any of this and they not refuse a, to give you any not a goddamn clue <laughs> yeah I, I i was sitting there and i was like this is probably a longer story beat that just you doesn't think, make any sense to me you would think it would be a longer story beat it's only ha- come up like three times <laughs> aside from when they're like hey remember when that happened <laughs> that's pretty funny well the mansion boys been here all season but uh, yeah. this thing that they're referencing <laughs> just happened recently, mm-hmm. uh, where he and Hikari met. Now, will you see where Hikari is the queen of the Field of Light? Uh, this little boy is assumed to be the reincarnation of the Jakku King, who's... Or the Dark King. The Dark King, yes, who is evil, as you might imagine. <laughs> I understand. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. We see him thinking about meeting Hikari, and then we actually get a cut to Hikari at the cafe, uh, looking a little bit worried. Poland is concerned. Okay, so I need to talk about this. Okay. The fairies in this episode look extremely cuter than normal, and I don't know if it was like an animation difference, or if it's just it looks different when I watch it on my phone as opposed to my computer. Mm. I just... The fairies are really, really cute in this episode. They're so adorable. I love them. Yes, this is Poland and Lulin, who are the babies, and they're adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it seems like there's a lot of, how you say, little guys There's so many little guys. Yeah. They gotta collect all the little guys and put them in the chair. Yes. Okay, so, like, the they're trying to get all the little guys. It's not just, like, they keep, they just accumulate. Well, they're supposed to be trying to, but mostly what happens is that every now and then a little guy shows up. And then they go away. (laughs) And then they're like, well, we found the little guy through no fault of our own. Put him in the chair. Hey, we take those. Yeah. (laughs) So after this great scene, we get uh, a cut to the square. The captain is outside of Roan Academy. She locks in on Nagisa. As she's leaving, uh, to be like, hey, you're Nagisa, right? She's like, I'm the captain of the girls' uh, lacrosse team, Nagisawa. She just wanted to meet her competition. Um, Sorry, Charlie, I'm looking through your notes here, and I understand that you're doing shorthand. Yes. But when I see that the captain of the team is outside Verone and spots N from Pokemon, <laughs> that's all I can think about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I shorthand uh, Nagisa and Honoka's name sometimes to N and H. Yeah, you can't do that to Hikari, because that's also H. Yeah, so I just have to write out Hikari's name. They're the only characters I do that for. Uh, but we learned that um, this would be a very different show if N from Volkimod was here. Wasn't that, wouldn't that have just been, um, God, what was his name from the first season? Oh. Um, um, you know the boy. Yeah, Kiria. Yeah, Kyria. It would have been... Okay, we already had N from Pokemon here. <laughs> uh, they talk about how this will be the last game uh, you know, of the year because it's a championship, and they are both third year, so they will be graduating next year. Um, this is also when it sort of establishes that this uh, other lacrosse captain is not, in fact, a villain, which is good. Yes. I'm glad that she's not a villain. Me yes. too. She says it's an honor to have Roan as her last event. And then they all go get takoyaki. Yes, Naisa invites her to join them for the food. Yeah, uh, it it did have the effect of making me want to get takoyaki. 
it's it's real hard to find around me somehow. I uh sure is here too. Yeah, I don't even know where I would look. Yeah, I, I don't know where you would start either, Charlie. You live in the middle of like rural Connecticut. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm in rural Pennsylvania. Like it's 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 a takiyaki desert. <laughs> sure. Is. Meanwhile, I'm living in like a metropolitan like South Florida, and I still can't fucking find it for <laughs> to save. I, I can find it in like two places, and in both places, it's way expensive. That's a shame. Maybe one day when we're living together, we'll we'll go out for some big thing and have takoyaki takoyaki together. I'll buy a cake pop maker and just ruin it. <laughs> okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so they all head off. Uh, they talk about how like she's like talking about like oh you know it's weird that I'm here and she's like well I think she was like well it's just really easy to slip into Nagisa's pace like when Nagisa's around you just kind of like. You just gotta, like, follow her lead. She has this infectious energy that you're just, like... Suddenly you're eating food with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is when we get some backstory for, uh... Nagi Sawa. Uh... Cause she and Nagisa both started, uh... At their... The beginning of middle school. But Nagisawa was, you know, like... Benched for her first year. When Nagisa was, like, the star player. Which is what... Which we knew. And Nagisawa is very jealous of Nagisa because of this. Even though Nagisa explains that she was mostly like out there like in every game because they didn't have a lot of players. <laughs> so like she had to play every game. Mm-hmm. It also she was good at the at the game. Yeah, of she... Lacrosse. she was crispy with the rock, as we have established. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be one of those phrases that just rattles around in my head for a week. Crispy with the rock. Yeah, I, with us. Listen, there, okay, because we've had so many lacrosse episodes, there was an episode where I just went and I looked up a bunch of lacrosse slang. Yep. <laughs> Incredible. I don't remember which episode that was. It was either the first or second lacrosse episode, and I do not remember when that was. <laughs> I think we found out that like, the first one was like episode seven. Yes. I think it was the second one. It was probably the second one where I looked up all the all the info. Yeah. So, I'm looking at my notes and trying to remember who said this line. I think it's, uh, Nagsa, like, asked, like, why she started playing lacrosse. Uh, I think it might have been the other way around. Then, sure? uh, Nagisa asked the other captain. Okay. Maybe I, I guess you were right. Yeah, and she's like, oh, because it looked fun. That's why I started. And they both really enjoy playing, you know, lacrosse. Mm-hmm. Although it seems that the other captain, Nagisawa, is kind of like, has lost this over her time playing the game. She seems yeah. a little, like, uncertain about it. Like, love lacrosse. Hmm. And then we cut to Nagisa's home. Well, she's just staring at her lacrosse, like, God, I love lacrosse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very funny scene. It's very, uh, just a very, like, wistful, like, somber moment of just, like, man, I love playing the good game of lacrosse so much. Yes, and then her thoughts drift to that boy. That boy. That boy, Fuji. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. This is the lacrosse episode, it's not the soccer episode. Meeple calls her out for having a daydream about Fuji P. 
Meeple also looked cute in this for some reason. Yeah. I don't normally say this about Meeple. <laughs> <laughs> he did look very cute. He gets uh, smushed by a pillow by Nagisa. Mm-hmm. But enough of that. It's time for what we're all here for. It's time for lacrosse. It's time for the lacrosse match. It's time for the lacrosse championship. I have to point something out uh, when we get uh, towards the end of this match. Uh-huh. Because I don't know if anyone else caught this. So, so yeah, it's it's the start of the championship. Uh, the Roan Academy uh, team all holds hands. Uh, you know, Nysa thanks them for everything, even though she's been like, she calls herself like, useless uh, captain uh and she says you know even when we leave we'll always be holding each other's hands so let's play and have as much fun as we can that's how pretty cute works you have to hold hands that's true that is that is true uh for cure black and cure white to transform they have to hold hands so they cannot transform without the other person which is a fact about uh for taiwa and max that i really love it's because they're girlfriends you see it's true they are girlfriends i i did get that vibe the other team is like instead of being like let's have fun let's do this she's like just do everything like we did in practice they're like yes okay that's what practice is for gotta do everything perfect we see lacrosse starting to happen the first it happens <laughs> for a bit it does <laughs> La- lacrosse occurs um lacrosse ensues Yes. Uh, they they do the you know the opposing team uh, do, does the funny trick where they do like a quick pass right before scoring a goal. Yep. So they score the first goal. Uh, and then Shio has the perfect perfect score, perfect maneuver from Shio. <laughs> yes. Okay. Actually, I'm, I want to change my answer. Um. Well, actually, you didn't give me this option, but that girl is my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> Shio is great. Shio is very good. She gets a lot of personality compared to um, uh, Rena. Yeah. Because Shiho, we know, uh, plays lacrosse, obviously, uh, is kind of a goofball, uh, wants to be a film director. Huh? <laughs> nice. Okay, and, yeah, favorite know, character. Generally pretty cool. Rena, her only episode that wasn't about, uh, that wasn't just about Shiho, <laughs> was about that raccoon that she found in the woods. Yes, I forgot about that. Uh, that was a good episode, though. I love that raccoon. Yeah, uh, absolute favorite character. Um, I don't think it's even... It's not really particularly close. <laughs> um, but that goal was like... Um, th- okay, th- this might be a, a reference that only I get, but like, um, this might have been... That was like a Portugal Ronaldo in the 2010 World Cup. Uh, scoring like seven to two type goal, um, because there's this there was this game in the in the 2010 World Cup where uh, um, Portugal was just absolutely stomping the other team and their like superstar uh Ronaldo only got one goal and it's because uh, like one of the other team accidentally like bounced it off his back into the goal or something. And he just like the her expressions for the whole sequence were like that exact, like <laughs> the faces that Ronaldo made then too. <laughs> That's great. After this goal uh, is landed, the game keeps on going, and we see that Verone is in the lead, two to three. Remember this? Yeah, there's a lacrosse montage. Yeah. Uh, during the halfway point, uh, 
you know, all the grown uh, athletes are, you know, talking and laughing and having a good time. Nagasawa is like, how can they be laughing right now during this championship? Is it because they love lacrosse? Oh, maybe I should love lacrosse too. <laughs> maybe I've been too focused on winning. And this gives her her turnaround when she's when she goes back to her team and she's like, she starts complimenting them and be like, listen, we know what we're doing. We just got to trust that. Like, it's okay if everything's not like perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, just follow like the plan. But like, it's okay if it's not like exactly like perfect. Like, it's okay to be a little bit like off. So all the players are buying up and we see happening. Hanging out with Seacoon. These are two of the Hardy Elves. They're also a part of the Queen and the, the the little fairies that they're collecting. Yeah, these are the little guys that they have to collect. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happening is the uh, Hardy Elf of Happiness. Uh, and he's so happy that they're all having a good time now, but uh, things can't last forever and Circulus is here. <laughs> okay, so I think that Circulus might secretly just want to also play lacrosse. Yeah. Because because the last time he showed up, he also interrupted it by grabbing the lacrosse ball. <laughs> That's I mean, okay, if I could catch a lacrosse ball with my bare hands, I would do that shit at every opportunity just to flex. But like we were on a very long stretch of him not showing up to fights, and then now he's like, yeah. Oh, there's lacrosse happening, I gotta show up. <laughs> I gotta show up and I gotta grab the ball. <laughs> At least he didn't pop it this time. That's true. He he just kind of dropped it. Wait, it, he popped a lacrosse ball? Yeah, he's. Uh, I say pop. I mean that he squeezed it so tightly that it exploded. Yes. Those things are like really uh, that. Okay, that's impressive. <laughs> Those things are like solid, like rubber. Well, he is an evil. He's an evil guy. He's a seed from the Dark King. Yeah. I mean, fair, but I'd be surprised if like, you know, bowser could do that like <laughs> like there is not much here on god's green earth that could destroy a lacrosse ball one of the most indestructible materials yeah why don't they just make the whole plane out of lacrosse ball <laughs> well uh because then <laughs> some intergalactic dude would come by and pick it up in his big lacrosse stick <laughs> and fling us across the galaxy uh, yeah that's a good point that it'd, it'd just be too easy. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he he makes a zucana out of uh out of some lacrosse stuff, and now we have a big lacrosse zucana. And it's time to transform. Thoughts on transformation sequence? Um, it it was pretty cool. I mean, um, it felt like okay. So I'm I'm going in with the assumption with my like you know with somewhat having knowledge of the way that other you know, Magical Girl shows kind of operate their transformation sequence where they do, like, the full thing the first time, and then they do kind of a cut-down version most of the other times. Mm. Is that the case here? Is it, is there, like, an extended version of that they do for, like, the first time it happens, or...? I feel like there's an extended version that they use sometimes, but I genuinely could not tell you what the difference between the two of them is. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, to me, it feels like it's usually the same length of time. Mm-hmm. But I could be yeah. wrong about that. I mean, it was... when it happens, I'm catching up on my notes. Yeah, um, it was like, oh yeah, we're doing a transformation sequence, but also we have to, you know, get through it for two people. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I did like uh, some of the ways the animation was kind of like 
like stretching with motion. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was that was pretty cool as they were like, you know, diving in and like landing. Yeah, I, I think it's really neat um, just in general that this show as like a lot of the action. I'm not sure if you've noticed this, but um, it is very dynamic with its like movement and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was cool. So they start attacking the Zakana. Uh, they're able to like push it backwards, but then it comes at Nagisa and catches her in the uh, lacrosse stick. I think it's just called a cross. Uh, flings her into the goal. Yes, it is the cross. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then it kind of like captures uh, Honoka. And so Hikari transforms uh, and uses her Lulin move to. She fires a beam. To f- fire a beam of rainbow. There's a lot of rainbow themes. I wish that I wish that move had a name. I wish they gave it a name at any point. Yeah. Literally all I know it is as uh, Hikari fires a beam. I do love a beam. It's good. Uh, they shout at the sky for a bit. Yes. Yeah. Circulus is like, hey, why do you like oppose us? You know, like, why don't you just give in and let the Dark King just take over? Come on now. They're like, that's not what. We're not anyone's things. We're not possession. We have a right to happiness and freedom. And he's like, your happiness is. This is the same argument they have literally every time. Yeah. Where's Aragonos at? At least he's a dumb idiot. At least he doesn't try to make the same argument every time. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he just shows up and like when in the middle of them talking about something, he's like, no, tell me, what are you talking about? I gotta know. <laughs> and it's time for an extreme Luminario. Whenever... And then they, de- they defeat the Zagano with the extreme Luminari. Yep. And enough about that. It's time to go back to lacrosse. <laughs> The game picks up like nothing happened. It probably was like nothing happened. Like sometimes when they're like, they can be like removed by the bad guy, and no one like, like one of the lacrosse games were like they were like, like Noxa was like taken out of it by the bad guy, but no one would like realize that she was gone. They're like something feels weird. I I get you, Charlie. I see what you're what you're gonna bring up here in a second, and I can already tell you why that's the case. Okay. Oh yeah, about the scoreboard. Oh. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and bring up your point. So at one point, when we're looking at the scoreboard, it says it's still two to three. And I was confused because this was like right after a goal was scored by Nagasawa's team. But then when we get the final goal, it's four to five. Oh, okay. I, I didn't realize that. I know it said two to three before halftime and the, then it says four to five because there's an entire other half played that we didn't see. It might have been. Because they do the thing with uh, like they do for baseball scores when it comes to an old scoreboard like that. Yes, Cassidy's right. They they measure in halves. So it'll say two to three on one side, and then on the other side it would say like another two to two. I just went back to look at it, and I realized that it's exactly what's happening. Uh, now I feel silly. <laughs> you know, okay, I I do have I do have a wish that I don't think is the case in the episode, but when they're fighting the bad guy. And he fucking, <laughs> um, and he fucking throws Cure Black into the goal. I wish that counted when time came back. <laughs> like everyone was just like, oh yeah, I guess I had another point. That would have been really funny. <laughs> yes, so Verone wins the championship. I had no doubts that they would. Um, they also brought back that uh, mix-up play where they, they, they played it again. Um, but instead of doing like the quick pass right before shooting, they made it look like they were going to do that and yeah. then shot straight. It's like, damn, 
The mix-up is wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they win, and uh, Nagisawa congratulates Nagisa. It was the best game she's ever played, and now she understands what it's like to be a leader. And maybe someday we'll meet again. And Nagisa's like, yeah, if we both keep playing lacrosse, we probably will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still all of high school. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and they, they live in the same, like, sporting district. Like, they live in the same region, at least. Mm-hmm. Cassidy, I have a question. What's up? I would ask this to Olivia, but I don't... Olivia hasn't watched all the previous episodes, so... I'll she... answer any question Is, is it the asked. thing that I'm about to bring up also? It could be. What is your thing you're about to bring up? No, no, bring it up. Let's see. Hey, did the Pretty Cares actually meet Happenin? No, they did not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they they've never seen this little tiny man in their lives. I was because the next scene is happening going into the Cherik, but I was watching him like the pretty kiss never actually that happened. No, <laughs> but they're I acting thought, like they have. Wait, I thought I thought that okay. From my perspective, I thought that dude was just a little more free range. that they were just like you know the others are all kind of like you know close to one of the uh one of the one of the girls but then those dudes are just floating up there and it's like oh yeah they're just you know yeah a bit more uh free roman so those the the hearty elves tend to be a bit more free roman it's just like generally how it works is that they show up they talk to the other hearty elves and then in like an episode later they'll actually start talking to the cures to show off their whole like gimmick Okay. Um, and then they get put in the chair. Yes. Like there was, uh, there was one called Intelligent who was just like making a right mess of Nagisa because she wouldn't study. Yeah. Um, gotcha. Seacoon has been here since the start because Seacoon has to go in last. Yeah. Her, her, her gimmick is that she finds all the other ones. Yeah. I gotcha. Um. Okay. But... Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm with you now. <laughs> this is another hard TL where it's just like, no, they never talk to the cures ever. And then they're going in the chair. Yes. Uh, I, is this better or worse than I? Because I swear there was a hard yell that was just like, I'm going to go in the chair now. And then the episode ended and they didn't show them going in the chair. No, that did happen. I forgot which hard it was. But at the end of the episode, the hard was and Seacoon were like, hey, I have to go in the chair now. And Seacoon went off with them. And we're like, we never actually get to see this happening. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> I think I feel like. At least that Hardio interacted with the Cures. I feel like this is worse because, like, the show is like, oh, like the Cures act like they've met Happening, but we've never seen that. We've never seen them in the same place before until now. I feel like they were like really like making like the Hardios like a a bigger thing, like more involved. And slowly as the seasons progress, well, they've gotten the more. Thing. There's thirteen of them. There is thirteen. There of are. Them. That's a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> Or if not 13, then at least 12. I don't remember the exact number. Because there's like all, all sorts of things that gotta go in there. Yeah. And, but that's the episode. That is the end of episode 39. We get the mm. the new ending, which is winter themed. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we learn that next time, Nagisa's brother, Leota, is going to be playing some Batman. We get another sports episode, but this time for the brother. And then after that, we have to watch the other movie. Yes. And after that, Ooh. we have to watch the next Ben 10 episode. And huh? then we'll get back to Max Heart. Yes. You know what? <laughs> not, not my episode, not my problem. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so we started watching Ben 10 as a joke. And then because like, we like one of the first like seven episodes. Episode eight. 
eight was like, like oh, pretty cures ending. Like, a, but it wasn't really ending. And I after the episode, I'm like, Cassie, what if we actually record something else uh, to pretend that pretty cure really is over? And it was Ben Ten, and now we just do Ben Ten too. That's pretty funny. We do Ben Ten every ten episodes. Yep. What you said, um, the Ben Ten episode and i thought you meant like the way you said that was like the way we would say the lacrosse episode of pretty cure so like the ben 10 <laughs> episode of pretty cure um and i and i went you know what yeah might as well when is ben 10 and uh pretty cure gonna cross over yeah uh, well uh, okay so the new ones do you have a funny little watch sure i hey closer every day yeah. i mean on a long enough timeline It'll be right there next to my dream crossover of Sailor Moon and Scooby-Doo. <laughs> that would be sick, actually. That would be so sick. Hell yeah. Yes. Thank you for coming on the podcast, Olivia. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Yes, I'm glad you enjoyed it, and I'm glad we had you on for a lacrosse episode. Yeah, the resident expert <laughs> of, about lacrosse, clearly. I, listen, that's true until anyone else has, comes on that has ever played lacrosse. That's yeah. Uh, more than one year of fourth grade lacrosse. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not. It's not the lowest. It's still a low bar, but it's like it, it, there is a little bit there. It's it's like it's the kind of bar that if you're not looking, you're gonna trip over it. Yeah, yeah. That's how I get you. <laughs> um. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Yes, of course. Please plug your stuff. Does the guest go first? Might as well. That's what I do on my shows. Yes, Olivia. Plug your things. Yeah, so um, you can hear me on uh, Otherware Nova Squad as uh, Thermite. Um, special and Agent. I'm, special Agent Thermite, yes. She'll get very mad at me if I don't say it. Um, uh, special Agent Thermite on Nova Squad, also um, as a writer, director, and actor on Breathing Space, Fading Frontiers, uh, season two of which is coming soon at time of recording. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I've got some other stuff in the works, but, like, you know, when I say in the works, I mean, like, I have a idea. It's good to have ideas. I'm going to do a thing. I don't remember if we've done it on this show, but it's a thing that I do on one of my other shows. Um, would you like to plug anything that you're not directly involved with? Oh, um, yeah. Uh, let me let me think here. <laughs> um, I think... Uh, um, I've been playing a lot of the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, um, so you know I, I think it's the best written uh, Phoenix Wright game I've played so far. Uh, so play it, I guess. All right. Yeah. That counts. It does count. <laughs> I am curious about the game. Maybe I will check it out. I've only played one Ace Attorney game in my life. I I I, I like them. I like them a lot. Charlie, the Ace Attorney games extremely feel like a game we should play together. Hell yeah. That That's content. <laughs> it doesn't have to be content, but you know what? It could be content. It could be content. <laughs> 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 All right. If you want to f- find us on Twitter, if you want to say words to us, if you want to come guest on our podcast. If you want to tell us how you've played lacrosse for two years in fifth grade. Yes, if you want to do any yeah. of those things, you can find us at Prepod Engage on Twitter. Or if you want to talk to me, Charlie, you can find me at Magical Underscore Pride, where I tweet about things. It's different all the time. By the time this episode comes out, I'll be tweeting a bunch about March Massness. Uh, or you can go listen to Otherware, Otherware Pod. I'm also on that podcast where I play Phantom the Brain. And you can still go listen to Breathing Space at Breathing X Space. 
Well, I was also an actor and writer for the podcast. I wrote for season two. And you can go follow Devoid of Space on Twitter. We're currently in the process of scheduling recordings. So currently there's not really much on the Twitter at the time that you're hearing this. But that will be the first place to find any information about the podcast. And I'm sure there will be stuff put out there eventually. But you should go follow it now so that you're ready for whenever we put stuff out. And that is everything that I currently do. Take it away, Cassidy. You can find me on Twitter at MadLobotanist, that's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. And you can find my website, which has all the podcasts and stuff that I've guested on, on my website, which is at madlobotanist.neocities.org, which is the same as my Twitter handle, .neocities.org. Uh, and you can also go over to Apex CityCast on Twitter, because uh, when this comes out, it'll be in the middle of March, and there's going to be those episodes of Podunk's Soup Sports. Which are, uh, you know, part of the March Madness thing, talking about the bracket and stuff like that. It should be fun. Yeah. So third year we're doing it. Uh, yeah. The second canonical one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's it. I think that's the episode. Hell yeah. So until next time, we need your help, people. Oh, oh God. Oh, this is the problem with me not having notes is that I didn't ever actually decide on one. Um... <laughs> Feel in your bones. Um. Survive. Give me a second. <laughs> no worries. I'll cut out all this dead air. You better not. <laughs> no, this is this is crucial. Uh. There's uh, mm, Girls be champions. How about that? Is that is that good? Does that work? Yeah, that's good. There we go. <laughs> Meowth. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't confuse that you hitting the microphone with a clap, Charlie. I won't. Um, I have been playing a lot of Rhythm Heaven lately, so my clap was fucking on. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> How many flipper rolls? Oh, fucking nine. Beautiful. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. <laughs>